to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm stealing my tagline from somebody this week. Let's see if you guys remember. What? 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 I can't hear you. What? Is this Schwartz? Kyle. It's Kyle. Oh. When Danielle starts getting into him, she's like making great points, and he's just going, "What?" Hey, on the other side of the they, table, they can't—they couldn't hear anything at that table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Moran. All right, I know we've talked about this off mic, but it is so funny that the tagline portion of the podcast has now just become the guess who <laughs> it really is the guess who game so guess whose tagline this should be i put the dating in intimidating oh is this lala oh lala oh lala alex Julia, and i are connected today two. i know well guess who this is <laughs> my matchmaking skills are full of shenanigans sheena sheena yeah, she. I just wanted to say it at the same time as Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we have four shows this week, so let's start with Summer House. So let's just talk about Vanderpump Rules. Oh, Summer House, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I heard your guys' episode without me. <laughs> All right, Summer House. To quote Lindsay, you don't think you should have asked me to text Carl? What are our thoughts? There's a lot more to this car conversation that we're not hearing about, is my thoughts. 100%. What do you think it is? Well, Maya kept alluding to, like, just Lindsay being more blatantly, like, stay away from my man type of stuff, or that, like, I know you want Carl, that we're not getting the specifics about. And Maya's too cool. Maya's too cool to, I mean, she's a much better person than most Bravo people, so she's not going out of her way to, like, Specifically quote Lindsay and call her out specifically on shit. But I'm sure that Lindsay said some stuff that we're not hearing about. She did paraphrase saying that she wants Carl sexually, which they use in the promo. So I watched it like 12 times this week. What are your thoughts, Julia? Oh, it's just that I feel that the fact that Lindsay's laying in so thick that it was all about the fact that the text was about smoking marijuana and not about Maya and Carl having a relationship outside of her, I think just shines light that she's really insecure in her relationship with Carl. Yeah. All right. To talk about Carl. Oof, I, I've got thoughts. I'm not on his side with the Kyle no. thing. Nope. No. And you know nope. what? I was like, okay, he is doing a lot of traveling. I would want to be like compensated for that to at least have like per diem or something like that. You know, who knows what he gets. That, that's boring. But, but that's up to Carl, him to negotiate and, like, articulate. He's not doing that. He's just no. ghosting his job. Also, he said that he's working 90 hours a week. And no. I was like, he maybe that's hyperbole. That means he's working over 12 hours a day, seven days a week. No, no you're not, Carl. He's complaining about Kyle for 90 hours a week. Actually, I was watching this with Pat, and he made a really good point that Carl probably gets a text on a Saturday, and he's like, full day's work Mm -hmm. well yeah it's also like kyle does need to listen to carl too if someone's one like showing you they're quitting just let them quit when the minute i turned on carl was like the first thing he said in response to kyle asking about like 
how he's feeling about work and how he felt that like it wasn't fair that he had to do all those public appearances and Kyle and Amanda didn't. And when you think about that, it's like, oh, yeah, because Kyle and Amanda like are running the company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're an employee, dude. Like, thinking about it in terms of my own job, that sounds insane. Like, I would never yeah. go up to my boss and be like, it's not fair. I have to travel for work. The fact that Kyle, like, brings up, oh, is, like, Lindsay in your ear? And Ka Carl immediately is like, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. Lindsay's complaining for 45 hours and Carl's complaining for 45 hours. That's how we're getting 90 hours. There you go. There you go, Julia. Good math. Yes, thank um, you. I'm getting sick of all the drama being about Carl and Lindsay when they're not even there. This weekend, they weren't even here. Mm. They were at a wedding, and that's all people talked about. That is true. I need I need there to be a little something else. Um, I wasn't with you guys last week, so I didn't get to voice. I love Gabby. She steals the cheese plate and runs into the room to gossip. And Miss Gabby reminds me of a certain somebody, our own Julia. Julia, do you know what two things made me think of you and Gabby are totally the same on? Have you cut cancer men out of your life before? No. Okay. What two things? Just tell me. I'm hor okay. I'm over, like, I can't lower my stats anymore this episode. <laughs> That's true. You're hard doing really bad. Um, I'm a beautiful, Julie stunning woman. Yes, Julia is a beautiful lady um, who would make great TV. No, Gabby, when she's drunk, does the same voice Julia does. Julia oh, she does and Gabby, a valley girl voice. Yeah, both adopt a valley girl vocal fry when they're drunk. Nice. And then us Julia, you're drunk right now. I, I agree. <laughs> and the other one, who does Gabby hang out with more than anybody else? Mom and dad. Oh, <laughs> So, I have actual friendships. Is that is so funny. That is a compliment and the rudest thing you've ever said to me. Like I all said in one. to Pat, hey, she's just like Julia. Oh, wow. And Pat laughed so hard. He's like, <laughs> taking a stab at the dad. cooler sibling title, Elizabeth. <laughs> hey, I don't My live in the same state anymore. Mom and dad. <laughs> you wish you lived here, but like, really, I, you do. I do. I'm so oh. sad. <laughs> All right. Do we have any final summer house thoughts? That salmon um, near the end, it, it was a great storytelling uh, beat. But of they kept on like bringing up the salmon that Kyle ordered and like made a big show of like when he got it, the server was like, it's just salmon. And then the camera like pans to the salmon a few times, all for the uh, payoff of he eventually gets so <laughs> mad about Carl. He gets heated, leaves the table, and Sierra eats the salmon. It's great. <laughs> it's good to have Sierra back. I'm truly, truly thrilled. And I she's love great that when she's Oliver's not the center of fun. drama, I gotta yes. say. I think she's like a fun um, part of the cast when she's not... Uh, when Austin's not around, I guess. Even though I want Austin around so badly. And this is such a huge difference between Mia and Lindsay is because Sierra has this whole shick where she's dating Oliver and Mia is 100% fine with it. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mia just sends a little text message and isn't able to speak to anyone for eight months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we're going to have a rough summer house. All right. Are we ready for Potomac? This is one of the best reunion episodes I've ever seen of anything ever. 
Andy is on one, as the women point out during the reunion. Those questions are brutal. Um, before we he kinda, even I get thought to the he question, has a little valley girl voice at points. He does. Um, <laughs> he even comments got... how bad they are, like how mean they are. It just shows that he does not like, look at any of you know, no, no prep, zero preps got it. Well, our um, our editors really gave us a thank you for watching the season gift. We started with a voice recording of Robin's podcast asking to subscribe to Patreon so you could get the full deets. And then our first close-up of New York, trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> and then Robin is so shocked about the seating arrangement. Like, Robin, you haven't, like, read the writing on the wall? It's truly odd i don't get what is she so what is she all bamboozled about i didn't understand the seating oh that she's really far away from andy and on the opposite couch of giselle where i feel like she's usually right next to giselle oh i think that's what she didn't like because where they are on the couches kind of shows their stats Mm -hmm. do you remember like did anyone ever watch like dance moms and they like they place the girls like on a pyramid. yeah the bottom of the pyramid <laughs> yeah i feel like this is housewife seating ashley's divorce is freaking me out and i i don't i don't know what this girl if i were her i would just not say anything i wouldn't answer all these questions that she clearly like does not have good answers to like is she, she no, must realize this is how they're all gonna react to her saying she doesn't really know what's going on with her finances but that's what makes I, Ashley so good, though, is that she gives us everything in front of a paywall. She doesn't have a paywall. Yeah, Miss Mia was the exact same, um, but she did not pull off what Ashley pulled off. I think she gets so nervous when she's being interrogated that she just pulls out, like, tropes that aren't, like, her bi-coastal thing. She's just saying things that sound good. And I, I feel yeah. really bad for her. And I agree, Wendy Julia. smiling at her like a Cheshire cat because Wendy can outsmart Mia, which, mm-hmm. like, honestly, like, bad flex, just makes me hate Wendy. I'm oh, pushing her off the side of that couch. She's in an even worse spot than Robin because she's on a four-person couch, not a three-person couch. The the thing with the Mia and, like, how she responds to, like, these high-pressure questions that everyone that ends up, like, doubting her about is, like, how I always picture, like, if I were ever accused of a very serious crime and I was 100% innocent of it, if I was, like, accused (laughs) of, like, murder and being questioned about it, I, I would, I know I would act like I did it. And that's, like, why I, I empathize greatly with Mia in, like, moments like that where I kind of do believe her, but she's just not handling it well. I've never murdered somebody. Have I thought about it? Sure. Who hasn't thought about murdering that guy? Did I think about it yesterday? Yeah. During the time of the murder? Sure. I would be worse than that, I think. And if everyone would just listen to what she's saying, she was basically saying they didn't have the numbers and were voted off the board. It doesn't matter if it was two or eight or three or seven. It truly doesn't. But then Giselle accused them of embezzling money. Yeah, Giselle, what the fuck? (laughs) Word on the street is. (laughs) I'm going to start saying that. Alex, word on the street is, you murdered that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, any final thoughts before we move on over to Josie? The only reason Andy can't sleep with Giselle is because it would be an HR issue. So thank yeah, gosh, not we got the gay that part. Yes. Weird when yeah. he called Grace um, 
her daddy. That was so funny. Um, I loved it. I also loved it when he called Candace Big Bird. Or no, the Cookie Monster. And I love how she... Loved it. I I think she thought that she played off being like, yeah, because that was on purpose. (laughs) Definitely was not. I didn't think so either. No other housewife would have handled it as well. A plus, Candace. A plus. Yes, brought us back to the Nicki Minaj moment. She handles Mm high-pressure situations better than anyone. Yes. Um, Yes. One last note. I think um, it makes a lot of sense um, that Jason is dating Giselle. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Giselle and Lindsay are pretty similar. Oh, I think Alex, they are. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, those kind of Giselle's just a little more polished. On this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Profound. All right. And with that, to Joyzy. Now. I didn't know which was crazier, me digesting for the first time that Frank went to the hospital after not pooping for 12 hours. This is like old information, Elizabeth, as old as that 12-hour stool. I know, but like the first time, I thought she yeah, went 12, 12 days. Old. 12 hours? <laughs> 12 hours. And but if you other- think about what the man puts in his body to be- look the way he looks, like I think it's like a very balanced situation if it gets thrown off kilt. Yeah. at all yeah it's I agree. going down fast yeah um i was shocked by that and i was also shocked that joe was that mad that melissa's parents weren't going to be invited to Teresa's wedding That's that didn't ridiculous. surprise me at all it's about no. respect listen about i'm respect. doing a rewatch of the sopranos right now mm-hmm. every little aggression of his just tracks perfectly with um just the respect to the family you gotta pay respect it's what you do also, Joe has already decided that he's never going to speak to Teresa again, and Teresa's already decided that she hates Joe. So everything they're hearing is just justifying their own choice that they've already made the decision on. Yeah, because like it's not real. Yeah, the little like hug that Teresa and Melissa have, like the, the their forgiving moment, is just their immediately taken back by her. How, like convening with her family to just talk shit about Melissa and Joe. What's way more wild is what Melissa said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that is that her being paid to go on a show directly benefited Teresa's family. And it well, was Teresa the was goodness in of her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was bad. Like clearly they were paid. Clearly they want to be on television. It, that was so bad. That, Julia, that that's alone. literally what I was... That's what I was going to bring up next is I'm really shocked by like the what they get in fights about, especially on Jersey. That's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. bad. Um, Wrapping up Jersey. What do we think about Danielle's storyline about why she hasn't talked to her brother in two years? <laughs> Danielle pissed off her future sister-in-law so much she alienated herself and her entire family from her brother and her sister-in-law. It's weird how well this parallels with the Joe Teresa stuff, though. And it makes me think that, like, that's why they cast her on the show. And it's so odd that mm. she's currently friends with Teresa. Like, that's how she got mm-hmm. brought to us. But she's trying her utmost best to become besties with Melissa. Very clever. No, it's the smart thing to do. You got to play all sides at first. Because when you're mm-hmm. a new housewife, that's 
usually what happens is like they're they get to know everyone and you also spend way too much time with their family yes one more thing i think that um a bigger audition that takes place on housewives of new jersey is not for the housewife but their husband and we got a husband scene this episode where we're trying out uh fuda who is um what's her name rachel rachel's husband and nate who is danielle's husband how would you rate them nate unfortunately i don't think he can handle it nope but fuda on the other hand is gonna keep rachel in the guest I know. He brought so diapers. Funny. And Pepto-Bismol. We love a prop. All right. Time for Vanderpump Rules. Um, Alex, how hard did you laugh when James was crying over the dog getting hurt? <laughs> That's all I could think about was Alex was dying. Starting that laughing. sentence made me laugh. <laughs> Um, I've never been more scared of James than I was in this episode. This was like oh, he is a terrifying. Back this to my Sopranos scary. rewatch. I mean, that's a clear sign of like a psychopath is someone who would break down over animals more than <gasps> James has ever cared more about a human being. Which he tells us. <laughs> yeah. What was even crazier than James crying outside of Andrew Pump was, or of Sir, was James in the park crying because Raquel hooked up with Peter and James says that's worse than how he cheated on her with Lala. Like, that was insane. That was like manipulation 101. Makes sense to me coming from him. I don't question any of James's... uh views on these relationships he's in oh elizabeth if if you do restart vanderpump the james and Kristen doty relationship is the craziest thing that's ever happened on a bravo <laughs> i show. can't even understand that i like cannot she wrap my out james's james and it's true i might have to go and watch yep. select snippets i might have to go to a youtube compilation after this um i think we got to see a real villain this week and it wasn't lala and it wasn't sheena it was tom who drank with an employee behind the counter, thus giving that employee the okay to drink behind the counter, mm-hmm. which almost got that employee fired. But you saw the Tom's magic when the random pedestrians came into the restaurant asking if they were yeah. open. They mm-hmm. turn it on. Like, that's, it was, I was impressed. I was oohed and awed. But, um, I was breakup- jealous of that random couple. Yeah, me too. Can we be that? Oh, no, they're actually open now. We could go, though. They're, they're are Are they? <laughs> Do you think with them open, if we did just wander in and we're like, well, what is this place? They would give us a tour. <laughs> they would pop out of nowhere. <laughs> if they were there, I think they might. Um, Actually, I did see a Reddit post that somebody was at Schwartz and Sandy's and it was really, really busy and Tom and Ariana showed up. And instead of jumping behind the counter to help, they cut in line and got drinks. Oh, no. So it's the other Tom has it in him. But are you surprised by that after we saw him paying this to be a musician? This is the best case scenario. You're getting paid to practice. You get all of your transportation paid for, your food paid for. How else can you be a professional musician so easily? You just have to feed the ego of the crazy person that's (laughs) the lead singer. I mean, Sandoval should at least like just pretend like he's playing guitar with a band. The fact that he has to be center and like sing is like he's not doing himself any favors he's not a good singer i'm sorry to say the breakup i'm the most worried about on vanderpump is sandoval with his credit lenders because that (laughs) day's a coming i thought it was coming last season when he 
basically was like buying everything for James's engagement. I thought about that. As I forgot James about was that. So flip it and been like, uh, what a mistake! It's like this man spent fifty grand on yeah. you, and then as Ariana like, that's a applauds his pant parade. I'm like, oh no, I'm worried about Ariana though. Is she a full time cast member? I can't believe she's cool with this. No, she has zero personality this season. What did I bring up last week? I know, not funny. She's lost her funny gene. Um, no, what was funny? The Lala Katie Raquel dinner, where Raquel is bold enough to say, Yeah, I date Tom. Katie loses her fucking mind. Amazing. Which I'll let Katie side for. Amazing. Lala no, says, Girl, disagree. I'm messy. Dad even crosses the line. By the way, I did cheat on J- Amazing. James with you. Amazing. It was my favorite scene of the week. And in that moment, I think that's when Raquel decided she was going to pursue Tom. She's like, fuck you guys. Oh, completely. And I think that she she does have a crush on Tom. Um, Sheena, who absolutely is livid over this fake, like, divorce is grand and just a-okay because she herself has been through a messy divorce is just in there there, making it the worst divorce of all time Mm -hmm. and i appreciate it because i too not that i've been through a divorce was like calling bubba on this ridiculousness oh that they can be best of friends yeah bullshit she didn't believe that Sheena's intentions with all this are so transparent that, like, she has a hard time, like, covering it up to the point where just to have a conversation with Raquel to try to, like, make her stir do it. more shit, she has to be like, we should do this TikTok trend where women talk to each other. <laughs> My sister told me about this TikTok trend. It's just if all that undercover. That was so bizarre. <laughs> Can't you hear her explaining her master plan to Brock? Okay, so this is our plan. We're going to go, and I'm going to explain hot girl walk. Well, a hot girl walk, babe. <laughs> well, I like the thing James said where, like, how he tried to have a conversation with Brock, and Brock was like, come on the podcast. I like that he's, like, in on it with <laughs> so her. So fucking funny. I love these two. God, I, they're, like, the biggest grifters on Vanderpump Rules, and that is saying something. It's so Sheena's got it, though. I mean, Julie, you wanted to get into Sheena here. You have a, a claim. Oh, I think that she is housewife material. I think she could zippity-doo-dah right over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I think that's the move, especially when, like, for seasons now, we've watched her not be friends with anyone on this cast. Mm -hmm. Just constantly getting her heart broken by all these cast members. This is, like, the move to put yourself on top. Yes, she is a genius. And I love her doing Mary Fuck Kill with Schwartz. Like, the audacity. What do we think about Katie? Julia is anti-Katie. I'm pro-Katie. What about you, Alex? This is, um, now she is still boring, but this is the most I've probably ever liked Katie. Or the most I've been, like, interested to watch her. And I think as long as, like, she does, isn't just hung, it will be very boring and repetitive if she's just annoyed about Sheena for the whole season. Um, but I'm hoping that we get like a huge blow. In fact, we do. I, saw, I remember the preview. We get like a huge blow up between her and Schwartz eventually. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm I'm uh, loving the tension build to that moment. This is the reason I'm a little anti-Katie. And the reason is because she 100% had sex with her middle school friend. But the middle school friend's not one of her cast members on 
Vanderpump rules. No, but then, like, she can't get too mad at Schwartz. But that's not a friend, Julia. I don't know. Katie's just really boring. And, like, <laughs> I like Schwartz and I'm rooting for him and Raquel. Is that horrible? I don't like Schwartz, but I'm still rooting for them both. <laughs> just for my own enjoyment. I also am anti something about her because I feel like... If you're not willing to put your own money behind your own business plan, shame on you. And it's going to be really hard to find investors if you're not willing to have a little meat in the game. Julia, Mm. is it open? No. There you go. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yes. Yes. All right. My award is the man... Heather Gay is bad at this award. And this, of course, goes to somebody who is just dying out there in this reunion. And that is poor Miss Mia, who cannot keep her facts straight at all. I do agree with Julia. I think that she gets asked a question, wants to tell the more jazzy, the sauced kind of story that Giselle delivers. But then is followed, like, asked follow-up questions and immediately forgets what she just said and tells the truth. So that's how she ends up, like, always in these, like, half-truth, regular-truth, not-true-at-all situations. So, Mm -hmm. sorry, Mia. Alex, your award? Uh, I had an award, but then I remembered something James said this episode, so I'm going to have a a new spontaneous award, award, which is the Pumptini Award. Shit! um, Named after... Uh, I guess just James Kennedy catchphrases that have the word pump in them, weirdly, is... Uh, him calling Sheena Miss Fucking Pumpkin Pie this week <laughs> will be a new James thing that's on a loop in my head forever. So, Julia, would you like to, while Literally, James is here, give him the same award? Literally my award. And I would also have to say the Pumpkin Pie Sheena name was a stretch because him having to say that pumpkin pie starts delicious but after a few days goes bad and then there's whipped cream on top and it disguises itself as good was a lot of explaining to justify another pump name i know i was trying to figure out what he meant and my thought was that like because it's like weird inside i don't know you know pumpkin pies are kind of like messed up inside yeah Uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) well so good to be back with you guys thank you guys so much for joining me Thank you, Elizabeth. And it's uh... You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. 